Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to put the shades on, fasten your seatbelt, and mash the gas pedal, because it's time for Automation Avenue, a podcast for retail and financial leaders looking for ways to automate and accelerate their businesses. Welcome back, folks. Automation Avenue podcast number seven. This is your host, CEO Sean Farrell of QDS, and George, our normal co-host, is off uh, setting the marketing world afire today and spending some time with his family. Uh, So it will just be me today, and we thought we'd tackle an important topic out in the market today and do a comparison of most of the major cash recyclers in the market, kind of their strategies, their pros and cons, kind of give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of what is available out in the market today. So sit back, get comfortable, or uh, put that treadmill on a little bit faster, and away we go here talking about cash recyclers and the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I'll probably start with our market leader, um, the the merger of Glory and Talaris, which has formed Glory Global Solutions and has brought about some challenges in the market, I believe. When you try to marry a couple large sales organizations, there is a little bit of jockeying that goes back and forth. So we have Glory, who is a um, very good Japanese manufacturer, partnering with Talaris, who has a very high market share in the cash automation space and uh, also has some products of their own. So I think there has begun some confusion in the market as they, as one company, try to go speak with customers. And it, um, from what I'm getting from the market, the Talaris reps that have been legacy Talaris people spend a lot of time talking about the Talaris product. And if they are going to talk more about a Glory product like an RBG 100, uh, sometimes that may involve having a Glory rep come in with a little more experience on that product. So it creates a little bit of confusion with the client. But let's let's get into the actual hardware here. So uh, two main products that they're going to focus on, the Vertera 6G, which is their uh, newest generation RSM-based technology. Uh, RSM stands for Roll Storage Module. So that is uh, one type of way to store the currency in the bottom of a recycler. Um, Really, the, the improvements that they focused on over the, the 5G Vertera was making the unit a little bit smaller, a little more efficient with its usage of space. Um, they also added a, a nice screen that will allow you to view totals, uh, potentially run a cash verification without the money actually going physically into the machine, so kind of like a discriminator function on the front. And they, they went from probably being able to accept maybe 150 notes in a batch up to 300 notes. So uh, trying to eliminate the amount of times that you have to reset the machine uh, for larger cash deposits. Um, capacity is still a bit of a challenge. Um, you know, getting closer to uh, 600 notes off the brochure, which means that's probably more like uh, a real time of 525, 550. So uh, still one of the struggles with that machine is is its capacity only being able to have eight drums. Uh, It can be used sit down or stand up, which is uh, important for a lot of environments. So um, 
Price-wise, we have seen that machine kind of in the upper 30s to low 40s um, being the market leader. They, they tend to command a little bit of a, um, uh, a premium for their product. Um, uh, look, looks great, uh, puts some great functionality in the machine, uh, but I think still has some hindrances for a lot of locations. So for those high volume locations, we come to the RBG 100, which is uh, really a beast of a machine. Um, very well made product, uh, has a lot of uh, capacity. So again, one of the challenges with most cash recyclers in the market is capacity. And if I'm going to a pod environment or an environment where uh, I need to be able to store a lot of my cash, maybe my cash vault is across the lobby, I need to invest in technology that can handle my business uh, in its entirety and, and really allow me to automate as best as possible. So in comes the RBG 100, which is the newest product in the Glory family. Uh, very high capacity unit. Um, they've got six cassettes. Uh, four of those are large cassettes that are rated around 2,700 notes. So figure maybe 2,400, 2,500 uh, real-time notes. So that's probably for your uh, normal denominations, ones, fives, tens, and twenties. And then they do a split cassette to handle fifties and one hundreds, which is a thousand note cassette and a 750 note cassette. All in all, rated about 12,600 notes of recycling capacity, giving it the largest recycle capacity on the market. Um, they also did a nice feature where they have added an extra storage area in the bottom of the unit. So if your branch is a very cash positive branch, uh, they have a, a, a cassette, if you will, or a storage bin in the bottom that can take up to 4,500 notes. Um, one of the downsides of that is that money can't come back out once it goes in there. So really it's designed for a cash positive environment that's gonna um, require more capacity than the recycled cassettes can handle. And it's a nice overflow feature for those branches that are cash positive, giving it a total capacity of around 17,100 notes. Um, another key feature of this product that is um, I think crucial to the success of a busy location is continuous feed. And what we mean by that is most recyclers, again, like we talked about with the Verterra, they have a, a set amount of notes that they can handle uh, a batch, um, and they have to process that entire batch before the machine can open back up and accept another batch. Well, in general, that, that pause between batches runs between 45 seconds to a minute. In a continuous feed environment, you are eliminating that batch where the machine can literally continuously feed. Uh, so if you have 600, 800, 1,000 notes in a deposit, the machine doesn't have to stop. It can continuously process that. So a really nice feature for the Glory RBG 100. Definitely probably the most expensive machine in the market, uh, looking in that kind of forty dollars to $45,000 range, really designed, in my opinion, for high-volume locations. Um, it is quite a bit taller than some of the other recyclers, so we've run into some customers that have had challenges where they have built kind of a pod environment around maybe a previous generation recycler, and simply the RBG100 will not fit some of those existing footprints, so they have to either modify their 
their counters or uh, their architecture to support it. But a great unit is probably one of the fastest units on the market at 10 notes a second, both in and out. Uh, so really a great product and really a high speed device designed for those high volume branches. Uh, speaking of continuous feed, we will uh, next dive into the Chima product line, which is uh, currently a product that QDS is, is marketing in the U.S. market. Uh, from a brand name perspective, maybe not the market leader. Uh, Chima is an Italian company. Uh, the product is manufactured in northern Italy. Um, NCR has also um, has a machine that is based off of the Chima specifications. Uh, so we'll talk about some of the differences between the Chima product line direct versus the NCR product line, which which basically manufactures uh, to the Chima drawings. Um, so let's talk about the Chima product line. There, there are two main devices. Uh, we have an eight RSM based unit, uh, which again is holding around 600 notes per drum, so very similar kind of an apples-to-apples apples comparison to the Vertera. Um, it can be both a sit-down and stand-up environment. So again, uh, in Europe, most of the environments are sit-down due to their regulations over there. Here in the U.S. market, pretty much every teller area or universal pod uh, is designed as a stand-up for the most part. So the, the ability to use either a sit-down or stand-up configuration gives you a little flexibility there. Uh, our big advantage over the Vertera is all of the Chima products have continuous feed which again, as we talked about, allows you to process those larger deposits without having those breaks in between batches. So again, you speed up your larger deposit time by as much as two to four times as fast. Uh, so really a good product for that. Um, from a cost perspective, uh, quite an advantage over the Vertera, the, the Chima 8 drum unit uh, is, is typically in the mid 20s uh, by itself. So, you know, a good 10 to $15,000 less than the apples to apples Vertera eight drum unit. Um, we have seen quite a lot of demand for capacity. So um, Chima also has a 16 drum unit, which is the uh, 7016. Uh, again, coming off of that where the majority of complaints around recyclers is capacity. Chima has addressed this by giving us 16 drums. It really allows you to configure that capacity for uh, a specific branch's needs. As we know, each branch kind of operates differently, so they may handle, based on their customer volume, more ones at this location and more large bills or 20s at another location. So the, the 16 drum allows you to assign up to four drums for any particular denomination that you may choose. So uh, we tend to sell that as the uh, largest configurable capacity. Uh, being that you have multiple drums assigned to a denomination, if you did run into an issue, uh, that particular drum can be turned off uh, by the operators, allowing you to get your machine back up quicker versus, and say, the RBG100, which has maybe 10% more capacity on the recycling side, they only have six cassettes. So if one of those cassettes run into a problem, your unit is essentially down until a service technician can come out and resolve that problem. So when we talk about the mission critical nature of recyclers, the ability to turn off a RSM that has an issue uh, can be perceived as an advantage in the market. Um, 
So that, those are really the Chima products and what we focus on there. Um, how we differentiate that from the NCR, just so you guys understand, is NCR bought the specifications um, a number of years back and actually manufacture the unit themselves. So NCR has an 8 and a 12. The 12 is called their Pro version. Um, they use the Cash Ray uh, CR90 sensor uh, from GND. And uh, the first couple of Chima units we ordered, we had that sensor on there and just found the reject rate for U.S. currency to be a lot higher than uh, we were willing to accept. Uh, so all of our Chima units here uh, and all of the other dealers that are now uh, selling Chima units, which uh, Chima is continuing to add distributors in the U.S. So uh, there are now three or four companies. So if that's not a brand name you're familiar with today, uh, I would say over the next 12 to 24 months, you'll see a lot more of Chima in the market. Uh, but we are using Chima proprietary BV5000 sensor. Uh, it has a much better acceptance rate of U.S. currency, so our reject rate is a lot lower than the NCR machine, as well as the entire top plate behind the feeding mechanism is different. It uses different belts, uh, so we've seen a lot lower jam rate uh, on the Chima units than the NCRs. Um, the way the machine functions um, compared to other RSM-based units is the note is only traveling in a single direction. So from the time you feed it in, which we are a short edge first versus most recyclers are a long edge first feed, um, that note is not changing direction. It is literally uh, moving forward all in the same direction all the way on to the drum versus uh, some of the other units we'll discuss where the note may change change direction two, two or three times, um, increasing the likelihood of a jam. If anyone knows how paper moves around in a machine, uh, the more times it has to change direction, the larger uh, chance you have for a jam. Uh, circling back, we forgot to cover uh, some of the pricing on the 7016, so that, that unit retails in the low 30s, so again, a great value to have uh, double the capacity of a lot of units out there on the market. Uh, when you're talking about close to 10 to 11,000 notes of capacity uh, and being able to really configure that to your branch for that price, it, it's really an attractive uh, value add, so to speak. So. You know, the Chima and the NCR looked almost identical, but there are some key differentiators that we wanted to talk about. So again, having the the, uh, the proprietary Chima sensor versus the Cash Ray 90 sensor and kind of an entirely different feed path in the top are kind of your major differentiators. And obviously Chima having a 16 drum uh, versus a 12 is as many as you can get on an NCR. So really allowing you to have as much capacity as possible. So another brand name that I want to cover in detail uh, is the Arca product line. So the the CM18. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about how uh, they've changed their business and been very successful with that change. Um, another product that is very similar to the Arca CM18 is the Debold 228 recycler. Um, Arca actually makes that recycler for Debold. Those are both CTS Cash Pro recyclers, which are also made 
in Italy. Uh, so most of the RSM-based recyclers are manufactured in Europe versus the cassette-based recyclers tend to be manufactured in the East. And we'll get to uh, the Nautilus Yosung cassette-based recycler towards the end as well. But circling back around to ARCA, uh, Arca used to work only through distributors and uh, didn't sell really anything direct. And over the last four or five years, they've really changed their business model to only sell direct and through referral partners. And uh, they've really done a great job growing their business. They have a good product with the CM18. Um, it is an attractive box. So, um, for folks that are really concerned about how uh, their open environment may look to uh, customers or members, it, it has a very good look to it. A couple of their key differentiators that they focus on, um, one is scalability. So they have uh, an 8, a 10, and a 12 drum option for their cash recycler, all of which fit in the same shell. So a lot of their sales strategy revolves around, we're going to sell you the less expensive eight drum, and if that doesn't solve your needs, uh, then we can migrate you up to a 10 or a 12. Um, so that, that can be a very effective way to kind of get in the door and see if automation is going to be a benefit to the particular institution and have some upsell uh, to that. Our kind of counter to that is to make sure that we focus on the, the needs and doing kind of the analysis on the front end uh, to make sure that we have the right uh, number of drums assigned for them. So whether that is a 16 or an eight, uh, we tend to do a little more work on that on the front end to make sure we have the right capacity. So uh, a very nice feature to be scalable. So eight, 10 or 12 drums. From a capacity-wise, they average about 500 notes uh, per drum, which real-world money is probably more like 425, 450. But for easy math, we'll use 500 notes per drum as, as a calculation. So that leads you to have 4,000, 5,000, or 6,000 notes of recycle capacity. So kind of in the middle of the road in terms of total capacity. Uh, another nice feature that they focus on as a pro is they have a, um, a little five to seven inch screen on the front that uh, is used for a number of different functions. So uh, like, like the Vertera, you can use the screen to do kind of a cash discriminator uh, verification of deposit without the money having to go literally down into storage. Uh, you can view your totals as well on the screen, but probably their primary selling feature for the screen is they, they've loaded um, jam clearing and um, training videos on this screen. So again, if I'm maybe a new teller to cash recyclers and my machine has a jam, it, it is able to show me a quick little video on how to clear that jam uh, on the screen. So that, that's kind of a very nice feature for, um, for a lot of folks that are worried about the adjustment from going from a manual environment to an automated environment. Uh, they also have a sit-down version. The sit-down version uh, can only be an eight-drum unit, but they do have both stand-up and sit-down. The stand-up, again, can be uh, eight, 10, or 12 drums. Um, 
The Arca does not have continuous feed, so um, the money stacks in there on its long edge, but will actually feed short edge moving from right to left if you're facing the unit. Uh, so the Arca is one that the, the build direction changes two or three times, so it's, it's sitting there on its long edge uh, with kind of the head of the bill facing you if you're feeding the machine. Then the money pulls from right to left, goes around in a circle in the top of the machine, drops down again into storage in a long edge format. So there's another change of direction and then has to change direction one more time to go into the drum. So um, it really changes direction three or four times, therefore increasing the likelihood of a jam. If I had to point to a, a known weakness in the machine, the feeding mechanism has been uh, an issue for that machine. Um, that, that is typically something that has to be maintained or replaced uh, a little more often than most other recyclers and their feeding mechanisms. So that just seems to be uh, really a weakness of the machine. Uh, I like the way uh, the top works. So they, they have a jam clearing uh, apparatus at each of the corners in the top as the bill is making around so again uh, from an ease of jam clearance perspective for the tellers it's a very nice design it's very easy to clear the jams in the top uh, as is the chima as well um, so that that's kind of a, a really nice feature Arca has really grown their presence in the market. They went from a relative unknown to uh, uh, partnering with a lot of large credit unions and banks uh, selling uh, all over the country. So they've done a great job. They go to service a little bit differently. So here at QDS, we, we service everything that we sell. So as a Chima partner, uh, it would be a QDS employee that is servicing your device versus uh, Arca is going to third party that service and they don't have a direct service organization. So that may be Burroughs, that may be a Pitney Bowes that's coming out uh, to service your unit. And again, depending on where you are in the country, um, it just depends on uh, who's the strong third-party provider in that area. So that can create a bit of a challenge where you, your service contract is with Arca Direct and they're using a, a third-party company to take care of you, which may or may not be aligned with your goals. So certainly something to consider. Uh, Glory, obviously, they are a direct service organization, so they use their own folks. Um, uh, again, a challenge with them is, well, the Talaris guys may not have yet been trained on the Glory recyclers and vice versa. So while you may have a uh, technically a Glory Global Solutions tech in your area, uh, they may not have been cross-trained yet to work on either of the recyclers. So your trained person may have to come from farther away. And that's just something you're going to have to weigh on um, as you look at service delivery for after the sale. Uh, we spoke briefly about the Debold. 228 recycler. Uh, that is, again, it only comes in a 10 RSM unit. Uh, that same capacity as the ARCA at 500 notes per drum, so about 5,000 notes of capacity. Um, really no other differentiator I can point to other than Diebold's name is on it instead of ARCA. Uh, the covers look a little bit different and the lights look a little bit different, but at the core, it's the same CM18 recycler uh, made by CTS Cash Pro in Italy. 
We're going to close speaking about the Nautilus MoneySafe 400A. So this is the newest recycler to the market. Uh, Nautilus Yosung has built built themselves as an innovator in the market. They've done a great job in the ATM space. We are a, a Nautilus Yosung, uh, both ATM and TCR distributor. Um, so they, they have really partnered with uh, innovative institutions like a Chase and some of these larger banks that have really given them, I think, probably one of the best resumes in the market in terms of branch transformation and they're trying to uh, take a lot of that knowledge that they've learned and they've had a a good cash recycling module that's been overseas and they're now bringing that to the U.S. market. So the MoneySafe 400A, which roughly launched uh, in August to September of this year in 2014, um, they're just now kind of working through getting the integrations working well with middleware providers, add-on technologies, which is Dynacash and the primary provider we use here at QDS, as well as they recently certified with CompuFlex, which is another one of the largest middleware providers, uh, as well as uh, universal driver sets in the market. So uh, I think they made a good strategic move because by by being certified a couple middleware solutions that allows them to integrate to roughly any teller solution out there versus having to spend uh, big bucks going to a core system like a Jack Henry and FIS, a Fiserv and paying them a boatload of money to have them develop a direct integration. Um, the Yosung has some unique features. Uh, it is a cassette-based unit, so very similar to the RBG100. Uh, it also has three large cassettes uh, that are about rated at 2,800 notes, probably getting closer to 2,200 to 2,500 real notes. One of those cassettes, and this is a unique feature, is both an overflow and a recycle cassette. Uh, so meaning, uh, unlike the glory where if money overflows down into the bottom, it can't come back out to use, the Yosung unit actually is an overflow cassette and you can actually move money from the overflow back into the other cassette should you need it. So if you have a large cash positive Monday or Tuesday that that fills up the recycler and may even overflow some denominations, you can actually go back on Wednesday and Thursday and take that money uh, through the machine and actually move it from the overflow cassette back into the recycle side, allowing you to not have to replenish the machine as often. So that is uh, a feature that is unique in the market. I really like that uh, feature. The other feature that that brings uh, that is another unique feature they have in the market is a self-internal audit. Uh, so auditing cash recyclers is not one of the more fun procedures out there to do in the market. Um, most recyclers, you would typically empty the whole machine and count it by hand to verify that what the machine says is in there is exactly what you've counted to be in there. That's kind of the point of an audit is to make sure that it is correct. Uh, so that process can be a little painful depending on whether it's an RSM-based unit or a cassette-based unit. On an RSM-based unit, you have to literally have that come out of the machine uh, 100 notes at a time, roughly. Uh, cassette-based machines, they would tell you you can simply open the cassettes and run the money through a currency counter and do that a lot faster. Uh, to me, that kind of breaks the point of an audit, but uh, that is a feature that they focus on selling. But the 
unique part of the Yosung Recycler is that you can literally run a self-audit, uh, could be cassette by cassette, or you can audit the whole machine, and it would take a denomination at a time, run it over to the overflow cassette, uh, running it back through the bill validator, and basically the machine counts itself and gives you a, I told you I thought I had this much money in this cassette, we have now recounted that internally, and it does indeed match, and then moves that money back from the overflow back to the cassette it was auditing. So it is somewhat of a lengthy process. I would tend to uh, budget maybe 40 minutes to an hour if you're going to audit the entire machine internally because uh, it does take a little while, but you never have to crack the safe and uh, have hands touch cash in an audit. So very unique feature. A lot of customers uh, have expressed interest in that and it is unique. So definitely a feature I like as well. Um, I like a lot of the other recyclers out there. It has about a 200 note uh, per batch bundle that it can accept. Uh, so it uses a pocket mentality where you're putting roughly 200 notes in. The pocket closes and it must run through that entire bundle. It does have an escrow in there of 200 notes, which tends to add some time uh, to the transaction because it has to move the notes from the deposit section into the escrow and then from the escrow down into the cassette. So uh, a machine like the RBG100 has an advantage in that, that the money is going directly into the cassettes as opposed to an escrow. So uh, that is a feature as a distributor of the product. Uh, we look to see uh, expanded escrow uh, capacity as well as uh, there is rumor of them bringing a continuous feed option uh, in the next generation. But uh from a size perspective, the Yosung 400A fits under every teller counter. It's it's a slightly lower version at, I think, 34 and a half inches versus a lot of the other recyclers are 36 and a half to 38 inches tall. So no, no stress in fitting under some of those older counters that aren't quite as high. Um, our experience on the Yosung ATM side is they build a fantastic product. Uh, I think they have a few challenges to iron out on the recycler, but for the most part, the Koreans build a fantastic product, and I think... Um, They've built quite a distributor network and loyalty uh, from the ATM side. So I think that Yosung 400A uh, is going to be a big product in 2015 out in the market. And you'll see that all over the country as, as more folks are interested or have had potentially a great experience on the ATM side. And as they look to automate their branches and realize that Yosung is an innovator, uh, they're going to look to go uh, to the Yosung Price-wise, that Yosung is probably in the middle of the pack. Um, we're seeing kind of in the mid to upper 30s, so a little bit of a premium price point for a newer-to-market machine. But again, based on build quality and some of the features it has, I, I feel like that price could be justified. Um, so that's kind of our, our overall um, view. So again, if you're looking for high capacity and a busy location, that probably brings three main machines into play for you, uh, being the Yosung 400A, the RBG100 from Glory, and the Chima 7016. Both the RBG100 and the Chima 7016 have continuous feed. So if it is commercial deposits that are fueling that high capacity, I would strongly recommend using something with continuous feed 
feed. And then you just have to decide between um, is a cassette-based recycler a better solution for me or a drum-based? And you know, what does my budget look like? And am I more comfortable with uh, going with a potential huge client like a Glory or do I want to deal with more of a, a local company and partnering with Chima? As we look to kind of the mid to lower volume branches, that brings in kind of the rest of the pack between the uh, Glory Vertera 6G at you know upper 30s to low 40s, the Arca CM18, uh, which ranges from the low 30s to the upper 30s, depending on if you do an 8, 10, or 12. Uh, and then the Chima 7000 and the Debold as well. Um, the, the Chima 7000 being the 8-drum, which is kind of in the mid to upper 20s. Uh, uh, being kind of the the best return on uh, invested dollar, so to speak, for those branches. So hopefully this was a very helpful for you. Um, recyclers are becoming a, a major play here in the U.S. market. They've been huge in Europe. So we thought it would be a great uh, podcast to really look into the pros and cons of each, uh, talk about what their strengths and weaknesses are, how they market each other. So if you are looking into cash recyclers, hopefully you found this valuable. Um, feel free to contact us at questions at qualitydatasystems.com if we can answer any questions for you. Um, we also have a new ebook coming out in the month of December, uh, which by the time this podcast posts may be live, but we are doing a Branch Transformation 101 ebook. Uh, so you can get that on our website, which is qualitydatasystems.com. Uh, and we also have a Cash Automation 101 uh, ebook, which talks a lot about why you would automate and some of these things on recyclers as well. So thank you for tuning into the podcast. It continues to grow out uh, in the market in terms of uh, listenership. So we appreciate you all. And again, feel free to make any comments below. And until next time, happy automating.